On this week's episode, we welcome Mark Polymeropoulos. Mark, welcome and thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your service to this country, what you continue to do. Um, Dr. Donahue will certainly help us understand the medical aspect of this because this is why we asked him to stay on. So Mark, tell us about the morning of Moscow in 2017 and what were and what became your symptoms on that day? Sure. So in December, you know, early December 2017, I was on a routine uh, uh, visit to the U.S. Embassy in Moscow. I was staying at a five-star hotel um, close to the U.S. Embassy, and I woke up in the middle of the night with an awful case of vertigo, um, of tinnitus ringing in my ears. I was physically sick. I had a splitting headache. And this started this incredible health journey, which has lasted to this day, where, where ultimately I was forced to retire from the CIA at age 50. You know, there was a lot left in the tank, and, and I've had these really debilitating symptoms since then. So what, what, what did you think it was, and what did you find out it really was? And, and how was somebody able to penetrate your body to create this kind of night, physical nightmare for you? Right. So, so you know, during the trip, um, you know, well, first of all, I thought at, at first it was food poisoning. I mean, it was something that was, it was you know, it was really disconcerting. I, I've spent years in Afghanistan, Iraq. I've been shot at. I put my life in the line. But it was a terrifying experience because the vertigo of the disorient, disoriented feeling. And then as it didn't get better, the remaining my trip. And when I got back to the U.S. and even into early 2018, you know, I lost the ability to drive. I lost my long distance vision. I had brain fog. I had cognitive disabilities. And so... You know, at that point, I knew something really terrible had happened to me, and uh, and and you know, it started again this long this long health journey, both to, to get health care for myself, um, but also to try to just feel better and, and function as a you know as a member of society. You know, Doctor Donahue, what we're trying to help people to to do is understand the Savannah syndrome, and given the fact that I'm not a doctor or a scientist, I need people to really grasp what Mark is saying here. So I'm going to let you try to explain what happened to him and also engage him in conversation. Well, first, Mark, uh, let me echo what Armstrong said. Thank you for the courageous service that you've brought to the occasion, number one. Number two, thank you for wearing a Red Sox uh, uh, jersey here this morning. And here's the thing on this. This Havana syndrome is a kind of broad turn of phrase, Armstrong, that's been used to describe bad things that happen often to our intelligence and military personnel with no clear cause. You asked the question a second ago to Mark Armstrong. You said, well, how could they penetrate your body? Turns out that there's lots of ways for that to happen. It's interesting that Mark was a healthy 50-year-old patriot in the service of his country on one day, and the next day had vertigo. I want your viewers this morning to remember that Alfred Hitchcock didn't write a movie called Dizziness. He wrote a movie called Vertigo. So vertigo is that intensely unpleasant feeling of, of, the, of, of the room spinning. It has to do with changes in the central nervous system, usually in the middle ear. And while none of us uh, know the answer as to what happened to Mark, if you ask the question, could it be that he was dealt with in a meddlesome and nefarious way from a distance and without his knowing it. The clear categorical answer is yes. 
Mark, what do you think? What, if you had to pinpoint where it all started, how it may have happened and ended your body, what would you say? So, you know, so, so ultimately what I have now is, 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 is a variety of issues, but it's, you know, the, the pain is in the occipital area. It's in the back of my head. And when I, you know, when I went to Walter Reed's National Intrepid Center of Excellence, that's the US, U.S. military's leading traumatic brain injury um, center, you know, their theory, the doctor's theory is the occipital nerve is actually very close to the skin. And so if there's an external exposure event, and, you know, many people do think this is what happened, whether it's via, you know, directed energy attack or, or something like that, um, that 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 uh, that nerve would be a, a you know kind of a pram candidate to, to to be affected, and so you know my you know my two cents and, and what I and when I've talked to others is that people who have been close um, to to windows, um, you know where where something could have uh, occurred like this, and but but you know the similarities across my colleague you know across the, the symptoms from my colleagues are all very similar. It's vertigo, it's headaches. Uh, it's 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 ringing in your ears um, and and kind of this 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 you know reduction in cognitive abilities, uh, and, and so to me there is something that's occurring. It's not psychogenic. You know we're not making this up. I was you know I was on the tip of the spear for the U.S. government, you know for a long time and in, in great health, and and all of a sudden I was not, and uh, and, and so we just got to get to the bottom of this. So Dr. Donahue, you have no idea. This is happening to diplomats all over the world. Um, we, we're seeing it. How is it and who's doing it and for what purpose? So here we have to say that we're entering the realm of speculation, but let's not be given to undue pause in that regard. So let's imagine that sources of injury that I could inflict on you that you wouldn't know of. Let's start with one, radiation. So all your viewers are familiar with the hazards of living under power lines and the allegations of breast cancer and things like that as people spend 10, 20 years in the, in the vicinity of radiation. So could it be that while attempting to listen to Mark or his colleagues, while attempting to gather information through uh, cryptic sources, that Mark was exposed to excessive levels of ionizing radiation that he wouldn't be aware of? When your viewers go to the dentist and the dentist says, can you bite down on this? We're gonna take a little x-ray of your teeth. There's no sensation that goes with it. There's no awareness of it. Uh, it's so, so there's all, it, it's pointed out in the scripture that we need to be aware of dangers seen and unseen. And in fact, it's usually the unseen danger. It's the pothole that you didn't see that breaks the axle uh, in, in, in January. And so Mark was exposed to some kind of energy. My bet without knowing is that it was ionizing uh, energy. My bet is that it was undertaken in an effort to gather intelligence uh, from uh, Mark or his colleagues. Uh, and, my, and, and it can't, we can't say on the other hand, that this was not a deliberate target, that this was not a way of creating uh, hazard for Mark in undertaking his occupation. And I might also add, and Mark's far more qualified uh, uh, in this front than I am, but it appears to be a one-way source of hazard. And this is not something that, uh, that you hear uh, people going back to uh, uh, other countries and reporting this as a consequence of being in America. But it sure does go the other way. And it does make you whether, wonder whether there's reckless exposure to all kinds of known toxins that Mark experienced here. And it's a tough climb out, as he points out. So, so you know, Mark, and also particularly for our audience, um, 
In 2016, dozens of diplomatic staff at the U.S. and Canadian embassies in Havana began experiencing a sudden onset of health troubles with no apparent cause. And it continues today, as, as late as a few weeks ago. They reported a variety of symptoms that Mark is speaking of. Vertigo, nausea, vision, and hearing difficulties, memory loss, headaches. And many said, they all said this, they felt something pressing or vibrating around them or heard noises. They actually heard noises and things vibrating around them just before the symptoms appeared, leading some to suspect they had been exposed to a high-intensity burst of energy or sound waves. Mark? Yeah, and so, you know, look, I know a lot of these individuals from the U.S. Embassy in Havana. I've, you know, I've met them. I've seen, you know, what they, how they've suffered. I mean, you know, one of my, one of my friends, you know, from, from that time has incredibly debilitating injuries. He's, he's blind in, in, in one eye. He needs a, you know, a, a, a service dog to even walk because of his, his kind of his, his vertigo that still happens to this day. And so I think we have to take this, you know, really seriously. And, and one of the interesting things is, as, as, as I talk to the victims, you know, across the board from all of these, uh, uh, what I believe are attacks, you know, a lot of the symptoms are very similar. And so, right. you know, in my view, and I think the view of, of a lot of doctors, you know, uh, you know, like today, and also my doctors at, at Walter Reed, at, the, at you know, uh, uh, at what they call what they call NICO, um, people suffer traumatic brain injury. I mean, I have a diagnosis of a TBI from what they called an external exposure event. And so it's, to me, it's pretty conclusive something awful happened, and we just have to figure out what it is. You know, as was mentioned before, could it be a signals intelligence collection system that's kind of been turned up, um, or could it be a deliberative, uh, deliberate attack? One thing we do know is that our adversaries have these weapons. I mean, there is extensive open source, uh, uh, you know, reporting. It's, it's out there, you know, where, where we have Russian scientists, even up to the mid-2000s, 2015, 2016, talking about their development of a di directed energy weapon. So these things do exist. We're not making it up. And we just have to let the investigation go forward and see, you know, uh, you know what adversary is doing this to us. I truly believe this is not psychogenic. Something really, really awful has happened to people. And I believe there are attacks on U.S. officials. And, uh, you know, for our, the protection of our overseas personnel, got to find out what happened. You know, one thing that is for sure, no one is immune to this. I, I don't know if people realize that over 200 CIA State Department and Pentagon personnel stationed overseas have been affected by this Havana syndrome. Uh, Donahue, with all our sophisticated technology and how advanced we are in science and medicine, why is it taking so long to understand the culprit and how they're able to do this? So ask yourself, uh, Armstrong, how is it that we don't know where the COVID virus came from, this being January of 2022. If we don't have partners that cooperate in honest vetting of circumstances, it's very easy to not know the answer, isn't it? And so these, uh, it, it appears to me from reading through this data that these are acts of hostility that probably come about through some form of either radiation or sonic injury, hard to know. Um, and remember this, Mark describes what he calls brain fog. We're not good in the current medical arena at uh, 
understanding the nature and the crispness and the spontaneity of thought. So when people have changes in cognitive function, very often it's not until they're quite far down the road that we are even aware of it. I have a patient, a young man who has served uh, uh, four tours of duty as a young Marine in Fallujah during all of that heyday. And he was calling me, asking me to uh, authorize him going back to the Marine Corps for yet another tour. And his voice was different. He had a little bit of gap in his, uh, like talking to your friend on a satellite phone call. There's a little loss of social cues. And we did a cognitive study that was developed here at UPMC. Normal is zero to 100. All, most of us are clustered in 98, 99, or 100. And my patient was one, meaning that he had been rendered an imbecile without knowing it. And that was a consequence of chronic repeated concussive injury that Mark describes. I, so I wanna, uh, let, me, um, let me do this before I say goodbye to Mark, because I know I've got a minute left. You know, obviously the president of the United States spoke on um, Wednesday, Mark, and he said he might be okay if the Russians had only a minor incursion into U Ukraine. Are we overreacting? Is this, is this what the president of the United States should be encouraging and saying? Well, no. So, so I think that was, you know, it's pretty much been condemned, uh, you know, or uh, by by kind of both sides of the political spectrum. I think that was a gaffe. Um, I think the White House tried to walk that back, but you know, unfortunately, the president did say that, um, and and that certainly caused quite a stir with our Ukrainian allies, uh, many members of Congress, uh, because ultimately we have to have strong deterrence against uh, against Russia. We cannot allow Vladimir Putin to have any kind of opening. Um, and and you know, I I personally think he's going to go into into Ukraine. I don't know if. If the gaffe from President uh, Biden, um, you know, will will kind of uh, uh, in any way have any effect on what I think is a decision that's already been made. The key now is that we have kind of strong alliances and, and we're able to, you know, uh, certainly put a sanctions regime in place and put together things like covert action and irregular warfare units. Um, uh, you know, once once Putin does kind of move across, but I think that that statement from the president was uh, was unfortunate. Thank you for listening to this week's episode.